Um, well, thanks for joining us. We're we're trying to um, interview more local bands, and um, and of course, we haven't seen you yet. But it looks like you have a show coming up on the fifteenth. Yeah, we have a show at the High Dive in Fremont. Ooh, yes. yeah. This Sunday, been there yet? Yeah, this Sunday the fifteenth is our first time playing there. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've been there, huh, uh-uh. Anna? No. It's, it's a fun area. It's right down the street from the Nectar Lounge. If you, I don't know if you've been in Nectar Lounge or not, but it's it's a Fremont area. It's it's kind of a fun area. There's all kinds of bars and a couple of live music venues and good places to eat and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, oh. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of yeah we like the I, local bands playing there too. I think uh, a few of our other bands have played there, so. Yeah, we just went to, well, we've been to Ballard quite a bit lately. What was the place we went to, Anna? Substation. And we saw Atrocity Mm -hmm. Girl? The substation. Substation. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw I was creeping on your your gram, (laughs) and you play, well, you've played at Tony V's. Do you play in Everett quite a bit? We play once. That's just, that's the only time we played there uh, so far. We've kind of bounced around a little bit. We've played everywhere from Everett to Tacoma so far. Um, we played Tony B's and we played Blue Moon and Daryl's and Spanish Ballroom. Um, so we kind of bounced around a little bit. I mean, we've played what six shows, something like that. More and, than that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many. A handful of shows, I guess. And then yeah. we've got High Dive coming up, and then we've got uh, maybe Lucky Liquor. In uh, December. Oh. oh, rad! Where's Lucky Liquor? That's somewhere, it's somewhere around. I don't know if it's White Center or somewhere south. Mm. It's south of Seattle, like yeah, Burien, South Center. Yeah, know. we we hear that that area is kind of up and coming. I guess because yeah, like, like Tim's, Tim's Tavern moved down to uh, White Center. They were up in yeah. Shoreline. They closed. Okay. They moved down here and. Um, I think they took over the old Drunky Two Shoes place, and then um, and so you've got so that's where Tim's is, and that's you got Lucky Liquor down here. So there's a couple of places that are kind of popping up. Um, yeah, south of Seattle. Well, you have that one place in Linwood. Oh yeah, I already forgot um, the name. Yeah, Vessel. Oh Vessel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that place. Yeah, that there's. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 yeah. There's stories about that place. So, oh, we yeah. went there for the first time, like back in I don't know the summertime, because we we had a friend of ours come from New York and they played played there, and I was actually kind of surprised because that there's two, I, I'm assuming just two venues, so they played in the smaller one. And then we were just kind of wandering aimlessly and we're like, oh shit, what's going on down here? And then it opened up to this huge, huge venue. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place. Supposedly I haven't been there. I've seen pictures of it. It's supposedly it's supposed to be a cool place. Uh, they kind yeah. of got a bad rap during COVID. I don't know if you heard that whole story or not, no. uh, but we won't necessarily have to go there. So, <laughs> so I don't want to dish dirt on a place, but if you know, you know, but whatever. We'll find out. Well, I'm going to Google it and then we'll find out. (laughs) We have a few questions that we like to ask bands. So we have about seven of them. So Anna, do you want to get 
get started? Yes. All right. So uh, who has inspired you to get involved in music? So because I know there's four of you, but any of I we also didn't really um, do introductions. So maybe we should have them introduce themselves first. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We could do that as you're answering. Oh, I'm Corinne. I'm the singer, Sugar Bones. Um, Oh, I think they said as we're answering. Okay, okay. Um, So inspired me to do music. Um, I don't know. I guess just listening to like a lot of 90s R&B growing up with my mom. (coughs) Like stuff like Keith Sweat and SWV and just like old school 90s R&B would get me really uh, interested in singing when I was younger. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. um, I'm Alejandro. Uh, Me... When I first opened, like turned on MTV, I saw Marilyn Manson and I got hooked, like obsessed with Marilyn mm-hmm. Manson. Then when I was a little older, like 11, I got, got obsessed with Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I yeah. really always wanted to make music and I started playing guitar very young, like 12. And then I got serious at 19. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So are you <coughs> the lead, lead guitarist? Yeah. Yeah. Only guitar. Yeah. Only guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm Trevor. I'm the drummer. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think same as Corinne, like I was introduced to a lot of music at a young age. My dad loved classic rock stuff. And then I, of course, rebelled against that and and went punk. And then originally I went and studied jazz music and studied classical music in college and stuff like that. Um, So I've played in like every genre from metal to um, like country swing bands, you know? So I think I love it all, but like uh, what brought me to these guys was like, it's super fun and dancey and Mm -hmm. I have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. How long have you been together? When did you guys get started? So, uh, so Alejandro and I were in a band and that fell apart in February of 2022. Um, oh. and we were in that band for what, about a year? Yeah. About a year or so. So, so I, I had another band going that started in 2019 that all fell apart Then I found Alejandro and then we played in the band together for about a year. That band fell apart. And then, um, we kind of didn't really do anything with music for about, I don't know, probably six, seven months. And uh, I was kind of done with music altogether. And he called me up one day. He's like, you know, hey, you want to jam? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> I'm kind of done with music. And he said, <laughs> I, I said, if you find a yeah. drummer, I said, if you find a drummer, I'll come jam with you. We'll see what happens. And then it just kind of all clicked. And, you know, and then, um, mm-hmm. You know, we kind of started playing some of the old songs, started coming up with some new stuff, and we all just kind of meshed really well together. And then we kind of said, well, I guess it's time to go get a singer. And so, and so then uh, I stole her off of a Facebook post. And so some guy posted looking for, he was a producer or something like that, looking for singers. And mm-hmm. she I said, hey, I'll come sing on your tracks. And I said, hey, you interested in joining a band? And so, and then... <laughs> yeah. And so I don't think dude ever responded to her. I don't know. But anyway, so I kind of poached her from some other dude's Facebook post. And so I, I stole her. <laughs> so, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, right. 
And then I met up with them finally December 2022. Yeah. 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 It was like December 2022. And then, um, and then we've been playing ever since. So it's, we're coming up. Well, it's about a year for us three and it's almost a year with her. So almost a year. Yeah. Oh, fun. I yeah. love it. So we're still relatively new, I guess, sort of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Come along. We're making good progress. Yeah. We've got, what, 12 songs now? Yeah. So, you know. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. And we've got, uh, we're going in the studio at the end of this month and uh, into London Bridge, which is sort of the famous place where, like, a lot of the grunge bands have played, you know, recorded mm -hmm. albums and uh, you know, uh, Soundgarden. yeah, Soundgarden, and uh, mm -hmm. most importantly, Macklemore. You know, I mean, he's you know, oh, yeah. so I mean, whatever. But, um, <laughs> but uh, so we're going in there at the end of this month, and we're gonna uh, record a song. Uh, we've got another song that's in the works that we're hoping to release sometime in the in the near, in the near future. Um, yeah, but yeah. Otherwise, we've been together for not not even a year. Eight or nine months. Yeah, eight or nine months. Oh, I love it. And you just released I Don't Want to Talk. Or is yeah. that recently? Okay. Yeah. A few months ago. We've got another one in the works that uh, we're looking forward to getting out that's going to be a, uh, a little more dancey and fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Are you? Who is all playing at the high dive on the 15th? So it's uh, so we're headlining, and then uh, a, group, a group called Man on TV is opening. And then the middle act is called the Astro Tex, and they're out of Tacoma. Oh, oh, okay. We haven't seen them. Oh, fun. Is it a whole, like, dance vibe? Well, sort of. Man on TV is sort of a funk kind of uh, psych rock kind of band. Uh, mm -hmm. They kind of, you know, some funkier stuff and some harder rock stuff. So it's like if you if, if Black Sabbath played funk, it, you know, is kind of those guys. And then Astro oh, okay. Yeah, so then Astrotechs are kind of a, I don't know, a rock band, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, don't say, I don't want to say pop rock, but they're pretty good. So it's a mix. So there's a little funk, a little rock, you know, in, at that show and a whole lot of fun. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. I, um, is it a free show? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but we'll get well, you as in. it should be. Uh, How much is it? You want to come? We'll get you guys in. It's ten ten dollars in advance, thirteen at the door. Cool. Okay. No, we're Daddy paying. Got, Daddy's got bills to pay. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I had asked you like in the middle of, of that one question. So we we got through everyone except for um uh, for the question, who were your influences? So who didn't yeah. go yet? Uh, yeah. It's fair to you. Yep. I'm Rich. I play bass. Uh, okay. I, I've always listened to kind of everything. So, I mean, I started playing music when I was like five. My dad taught me the 26 oh. rudiments of, on drums, and I kind of just went from there. So all the schools I went to were always performing arts schools. And so yeah. from, I mean, I've been playing music forever. So, it's you know, as far as influences go, it's all over the map, everything from mm. rock to funk to reggae to Latin to just whatever. So I kind of listen to everything. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very much of the, the, you know, free your mind and your ass will follow thing when it comes to music, because you mm -hmm. never know when you might find something that might inspire you. So, uh, so I'll listen to anything at least once. Um, the great thing about these guys is that they're willing to try all kinds of genres of music. Sometimes mm -hmm. it'll stick, sometimes it doesn't, but it's fun to be able to experiment. 
and try different things and see what we like and what we don't like. So that's why our, our music is sort of versatile to some degree. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, and that's the fun thing about this band is that we can, we can throw anything out there and, and see if we like it or not. You know, if we want to play a rock song, we'll do that. We want to try a reggae song, we'll try it, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. but, but that's kind of the fun thing about this group is that, you know, we're, you know, there's a little something for everybody, which makes mm -hmm. it kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Ooh, fun. I love it. Cool. All right. What is the best or your favorite thing about the process? Good question. Mm, my favorite thing about the process, my favorite, my personal favorite thing about the music writing process is finding that addictive sound in mm. the hook or the chorus and that being confirmed by the guys coming to practice next time and be like, I cannot get that out of my head. That is my Love favorite. It. Hearing them say that is my favorite part of the writing process when it comes to the songs. It happens all the yeah. time. And she comes <laughs> up with a hook and gets stuck in my head. Yeah. And I, I, it's Aww. just, she's, she's really talented at coming up with just words that just in, in a cadence in her, her lyrics just fit mm -hmm. so well in certain parts. It gets stuck in my head all the time, all yeah. the time. Which is yeah, good easy. Well, because if it's yeah. getting stuck in my head, I know it's going to get stuck in somebody else's too, and we, when we right. start playing. And so yeah. she's just she's really gifted with that. It's 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 great to have her in the band. Thanks. Well, yeah. to me, to me, uh, I the most the part that I enjoy, enjoy the most is when we play, and sometimes we jam, and basically we do like a structure sound that we already know when to mm -hmm. like when the uh, the transition to the verse, the chorus, and the most. Impressive uh, talking about Corinne. It's like she jumps right away to start improvising, and the good thing is that we record everything, so we can listen to it. She can like change lyrics and and, and fix some stuff, but that's when we do that. And like at the end of, of what we play, it was like <laughs> we have to do it again. <laughs> Record it right now. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very like that feeling. That is exciting. It just clicks yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. How often do you jam or meet or rehearse? Uh, well, when we first got together, I would say the first four, five months, four months, five months, we were mm -hmm. practicing twice a week. Okay, uh, which is how we were able to write so many songs in such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And now we've gone to at least once a week, sometimes twice, sometimes twice if we're about to have a show and mm -hmm. stuff like yeah. that. But we practice once a week at the very least. And yeah. we try to go like sometimes, depending on what's coming up, if it's a show or show or recording or some something that we need, we need to work on. So, but usually we play this set list, the set list, we've uh, played some songs that we need to work on. And at the end, we try to jam a little bit to see if we can make something mm -hmm. new. That's oh, cool. cool. That is cool. Um, Sweet. Who would you want to collaborate with, past or present? Oh. Mm. That's a good question there. Again, <laughs> <laughs> Macklemore, I don't even, you know. Obviously. He's, they say he's the king of Seattle. Mm. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> or something? I don't know. Whatever. No. I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Oh. Um, Collaborate with the best collaborator, John Mayer. <laughs> Ooh, yes. He collaborated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. He's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, 
Pharrell would be fun too. Oh, yeah. 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 That'd be great. oh that would be so fun. All the dancey yeah. stuff. And I would just be curious, like with Timbaland too. He seems like a very fun person to work with. Daft that would be. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The guy, what's that guy's name? Uh, Ryan Tedder. He'd be good to work with. Uh, he's with, uh, what are they called? Um, he's a producer. He's he's produced tons of songs on the radio. Um, okay. He's just one of those guys that if, if you heard the song, he probably had something to do with it. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. There's a bunch of producers out there that I think would be kind of cool to work with. Um, uh-huh. You know, that have done some stuff recently, like, like Pharrell and some other guys. I think it'd be kind of cool. <coughs> yeah. Like guaranteed banger. If it was yeah, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> like everything they touch turns to, you know, a hit. Um, I know. I know. That's fun. So is the goal, so where do you, I'm, this is a, one of our questions for you. <laughs> I'm going to take it. Um, where do you see yourself, like future goals? Where do you, where do you want to go? Do a tour? I think the goal is okay. to, to release music, more music yeah. and grow yeah. to the point where we can play. Uh, I mean, I think the, the short-term goal is to get into festivals locally, get, you know, an, get a bigger audience locally, and then uh, get to the point where we can tour the Northwest. And then like a long-term goal is like, yeah, we want to be rock stars. You know? <laughs> we want to go all the way. Yeah, there's two answers to it. And there's yeah. like a short term, like we, I, I think to me, we already achieved the first phase when you play a show and the engagement of the people is what makes you like, yeah, I'm coming for, for this. Like people coming to you, it sounds really good. You guys are really good. And that's, it, 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 like makes you very energized. And long yes. term, like, we want to become like a make make of this like a business. We're the good thing is we all in the same page. We don't see this as like a garage band, like just like for fun. Sure. Yeah, we want to have fun, but we want to really live mm-hmm. from this and make of this right. a business. Yeah. yeah, I think the guys. I mean, I, you know, I think we want to go as far as we can with it. I mean, you know, you have your local local stuff, of course, but I think. You know, I, I think, you know, world domination, I think, is probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I love it. We just, have, have you um, heard of Atrocity Girl? Yeah. 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 yeah they just did um, a tour. It was in London, right? Ireland. Oh, wow. I think it was Ireland. Yeah. That, something see, like that. That's one of my goals, too, yeah. is I'd like to do a European tour at some point. You know, uh, yeah. that's definitely on, on the radar down the road. I think we need to release some songs. We need to get, you know, some things. Mm-hmm. We need to build up some steam, get a fo- get a bigger following, you know, et cetera. Get out, of, get out of Washington State at some point. Maybe take a West Coast tour. You know, maybe go to Europe at some point. I mean, I think everything's on the yeah. table. Um, I think it just kind of depends yeah. on, you know, how we want to approach it and what our timeline is and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I look at somebody like Aaron Jones and kind of his yeah. path. Yeah. You know, what he's done in a relatively short amount of time, it wasn't that long ago that that guy was playing local bars in Seattle, and now he's opening up for the Rolling right. Stones, right? So, Crazy. you know, you know, right. You know, and so that's, you know, I, I kind of looked at him as, as sort of like a, you know, a, a model of a path, potentially, you know, to kind of to kind of shape our, you know, our path after yeah. a little bit. Um, you know, yeah. you see some I think it's just... 
just what you're doing is, you know, playing local shows. There, what, what's the other local artist in Everett, um, Anna, that opened up for Tenacious D? Um, oh, yes, Steel yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. awesome. That guy's a trip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I love that. It's so inspiring. You know, so yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's good to see other bands, local bands, you know, have some success. And, you know, it's, it's, I kind of look at it as like, well, if they can do it, yeah. so can we. You know, there's, the only thing holding yeah. you back is you. And so, you know, as long as we have our ducks in a row, we do the things we need to do, I don't see why we can't do all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, and honestly, your sound too is, I mean, it's not like anyone else. And it's more, you know, I, I just, I love to dance, so I'm just already vibing when I'm listening to your song. So I'm just like, y'all are, you should get on that West Coast tour. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Well, it's like I see other bands around, too, that have been around for about the same time as us. And, you know, I kind of see what they're doing as well. And, again, there's no reason why we can't do that stuff, too. You know, even if it's just a little small tour or whatever. But, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just networking and getting out there and go, get on, you know, doing all this stuff. I mean, you could do a little West Coast tour for, I don't know, a couple of weeks or something like that. Um, but all of it's possible. You know, we just have to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you, so for each of your history and um, experience, have you been in other bands that have toured or, you know, what's your... What's each of your experiences? Um, I have not been with any bands that toured. This is the mm-hmm. first time I've been a lead singer in a band and then also have been moving to like on a more serious page and kind of moving forward that way. But I've done like solo projects or like featured with a band. Um, but yeah, oh, cool. that's kind of my experience with it. Yeah. Nice. How do you like it? I love it. When I first yeah. met them or was looking on Facebook, cause I have a lot of, or I have a lot of R and B influence. I was looking for like R and B Neo soul. And I told him that, and he somehow made that fit whatever he was doing. And so I never saw myself being a front woman for like a funk rock band, yeah. but I love it because my voice is just Dude, like, it works so good. Your voice is so mm-hmm. amazing. Thank you. It really is. It's fun. I love it. It's really, really fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. I've been in some bands back in Venezuela, but we never tour. We record some stuff, but like, we never did anything. Then I came here, and I formed a band with um, with Rich, and we play around so like a handful of shows. But that we broke and we broke up, and then we formed this band, which we're really like doing stuff mm-hmm. and growing. Mm-hmm. So, how did you and Rich meet? We were nom together. So no, uh, <laughs> he po- I-, I was like just working, and one day. <laughs> I, I go to a Facebook group, uh, Seattle Musicians, and I'm like looking for, like, I see the post, like, looking for a rock guitar player, rock guitar player, like, and then I see he's mm. very specific. I need, like, a clean, funk, 
guitar player with, that doesn't play with distortion. It's very clean. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I respond like, I'm your man. Yeah. yeah. That's all I put. Like. There's like all these other guys that responded. I, I was very specific because we went across all these other guys and, you know, all of them just wanted to, you know, shred and, and you know, mass distortion. It's like, you know, okay, I want to see what you can really do. I want a guy who can play like clean punk stuff, right? So all these other guys put all their stuff on there. And this guy puts one line. He goes, I'm your guy or something like that. I'm your man. Um, and he's like, yeah, he goes, I'm your man. I'm like, okay, let's, you man. know, let's see what you got, buddy. And sure enough, and he did. He had the goods. So we've been jamming ever since. I love so it. You can back it up. Cool. Hey. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Everyone um, else's. Yeah. Surprisingly, I've toured with a steel pan group before, <laughs> um, but I have never toured as a drum set player for a rock band. Mm. Love it. So I so I've played in some bands. I, I'm originally from Texas, and so I play with like funk mm -hmm. bands, blues bands, and we've uh, toured Texas, Louisiana, South Coast, that kind of stuff. So uh, like there was a circuit that we used to go on. It was like. Uh, Houston, Austin, Dallas, uh, New Orleans, Memphis, uh, that sort of general Biloxi, whatever, that sort of general area, whatever, mm -hmm. playing different places. And so um, it was fun. You know, it's a lot of work, you know, being in a nine piece funk band and traveling around is it, 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 can, it can be interesting. It's a lot better. And, but <laughs> but in a three piece yeah. blues, band, it's a lot easier. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, so, yeah, I mean, I've done a little bit of touring, but not not what I want to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I definitely think there's, I have some unfinished business, I'll put it that way. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, there's there's definitely some things that, uh, you know, I'm going to bring them along my, my, my plan. <laughs> 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 now, living in Texas, how long did you, have you lived in Washington? Uh probably since the early 2000s, I guess, something like that, 2005-ish, oh, okay. something like that. Um, yeah, I, I've i spent some time in Texas, and we've interviewed quite a few bands from Texas, too, and it's just like, I, I was just going to ask your opinion about, like, the music following down in that area compared to Washington, um, and even going to some of the shows, like recently I went to Houston just this past week and saw seven dust and then shine down. And I just felt like, I don't know, the, the crowds there, the, they were more appreciative of the, <laughs> the live music. I'm like, I wonder if that's, if you notice a difference with like crowds in Washington, as opposed to, you know, when you were touring in Texas. Yeah, the crowd, Washington Pacific Northwest crowds are, are kind of a, a, a tough egg to crack. Um, yeah. There, you know, you can you can have it can be hard to fill a room in let's say the Seattle area. You can go out and you'll pack the house, and so that's one of the reasons why I think if we get out of here and go to some other places, I think we'll have some tremendous success. Um, yeah. Pacific Northwest is hard; it's hard to get people to come out. You know, I, you could blame it on the weather or whatever, but um, you know, every city's a little bit different. You know, Houston was, you know, I, I agree with that, but there's a lot of cover bands down there too. Um, yeah. You know, but you go to Austin and people, it's a music town, so people have a different sort of appreciation. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd say Seattle has a, has a pretty decent music scene though. 
Um, you know, there, there's a lot of original bands up here, which is great to see in the Seattle yeah. area. Um, it's, it's picking up, you know, uh, after COVID, every, obviously everything kind of shut down, but things are picking up. People are coming out, you know, it, <coughs> it's hard to get people to come out, but um, that's why, you know, my thing is you want people to come to your shows, but be memorable, right? Mm -hmm. You know, make your show where people want to come see you again. So I think part of it is, it's, you know, what kind of music are you playing and what kind of show are you putting on? You know, what's going to make them want to come see you again? And, right. you know, it's, and so I think that's that's a part of it up here. There's a lot of bands just they kind of play their stuff and then get off the stage and you don't remember who they are the next day. You know, so that's why it's like I think our music is, is a little different than what everybody else is doing around here, which kind of sets us apart. But also we like to have fun on stage, too. So. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, my thing is like, I, I think if we, if we release some music and get some, maybe, you know, maybe get a video out there or something, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I think we'll, um, I think we'll, I think we'll go over really well in other parts of the country. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. That's what well, is, you know, and I, I, I second what you say as far as, you know, Texas crowds in general are a little more into it you know I, i've been to shows yeah. here in seattle where where there are national bands and the band is literally yelling at the crowd to move to do something right and they're like scolding the crowd like why are you people just standing there moving? that just there. happened at substation like our buddies the band varsity like they were constantly trying to get people to move and i was like embarrassed for <laughs> us i'm like right. dude i'm sorry oh. like but yeah. then we went to, um, uh, this is why Anna's like my brain. <laughs> we saw, um, oh, Kingdom Collapse. They opened for Fame on Fire at Madame Lou's. That, that show was amazing. Like, there were people feeling, and I was like, fucking A. Like, but then it's like, okay, it was a Friday. <laughs> people were more like, stoked to come so i think it's just a recipe of like what day of the week is it i don't know if that I even think that plays into it so like, like we played the sunset on a saturday and the same night that there was i think it was it was the bite of seattle capitol hill block party and taylor swift are all in town and we had a great crowd of sunset that place was packed and so you know there's a lot of foot traffic around there and we had a right. great show the crowd was a ton of fun it, it was they were dancing they were getting into it it's not a huge place but it was one of the best crowds we've had. We had a blast. So yeah. I, I think I think day of the week definitely can factor into things. I think location. You know, if you're in an area where there's a lot of foot traffic, people will kind of pop in. So like where where the sunset is, you also have the tractor. You have mm -hmm. Connor Burn. There's all these little places to eat. All in that little area. It's a very walkable area. I think that helps. You know, somewhat. Um, but you know, it, it's a tough egg to crack around here. Um, but I think I think we get out of town, and I, I think we're gonna. There's potentially do really well. But yeah, I, we've I, heard. Yeah, we've heard that from a lot of local bands um, that are like trying to get out and do like some West Coast tours and stuff like that. And then we had a band from um, Idaho because we were like, "Oh, you should play here, play here." And they're like, "No, <laughs> they're not. They weren't like super stoked with coming here because of the crowds here." So. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, you know, it, it can also depend on where you, you play in your set, too. If you're on a three band bill, you know, mm. you know, and how late people want to stay out and all that kind of right. stuff, too. So that can factor into it as well. 
Um, it also, I think that there's the promotional aspect of it too. Uh, a yeah. lot of venues do don't do a lot of promoting of the bands, and they they expect the bands to do all the promoting. There's there's some of that um, that I think could could be a factor. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so there's it used to be the opposite. It used to be that the clubs would you know promote bands like really really well. They take out radio ads. They you know put flyers around all that kind of stuff. None of them do that anymore. And so now it's it's, all, it's put Why on the band. I don't, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to spend the money on it or something. I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are wanting the same thing, but it's kind of, there's been a shift to make the bands kind of do more of the work to bring people, bring heads in the doors, right? Maybe there's more offer, more bands around. Well, I think that's it. I think you're right. I think there's more bands to choose from, so they don't have to do all the work yeah. anymore. And so, oh, yeah. you know, that could be definitely factor into it. Um, yeah. But like I, I saw know, the... Like like El Corazon, I think they do a lot. They'll send out like email things or something like that. But it's really only them that I've seen. I've heard the tractor. The tractor's done some ads on a couple radio stations. Um, okay. You know, I think I've heard maybe the crocodile has done some or something like that. But mm -hmm. you know, I, but I think Alejandro made a good point. There's so many bands to choose from that, and there's so many bands that are hungry to yeah. play that mm -hmm. you know bands are coming to them. They don't have to go find anybody, and so it's you know it's it's sort of been a shift in things, yeah. but yeah, we interviewed um, a band a couple weeks ago and he was saying, cause he had been established a few years ago and then down in like California and then he came up here. But, um, but he was saying that some bands who are trying to be more, you know, or newer, I guess, will just go to any venue, be on any bill um, whereas, you know, he wants to be a little bit more picky about, you know, where they're playing and, you know, who's on the bill and stuff like that too. So, um, do you find yourself like when you're booking shows, do you, are you picky about that as well? Like where you're playing? It's a balance. Right? It, it's, a balance. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's tough. It, it's tough sometimes. Um, you know, when you're first starting out, sometimes you, you don't, you, you can't you, you can't be that picky right, right. um mm -hmm. you know what you you know if you can get on bills with bands that are sort of similar vibe great um yeah. you know we've been most of the time most of our our band our gigs have more or less you know, <coughs> you know the bands have been somewhat similar to some degree there's been a couple of one-offs that were doing their own thing <laughs> but uh, um but it, it's a weird thing so it's it's there's different ways to approach it and so you can try to get on bills with other bands you hope that the music is somewhat similar uh mm -hmm. but when you're first starting out it's kind of hard you know some of the venues won't give you the time of day unless you can guarantee a headcount. um so you have to get on other bills with other bands you know and kind of get in the back door of some places uh it's networking a lot of it's networking and who you know and so like uh we got into spanish ballroom because like a friend of a friend of mine said, "Hey, you guys want to come and play?" And we're like, "Absolutely!" So a lot of that. I to see a show there. That it's looks so gorgeous. gorgeous. Fantastic really place. Highly recommended. Um, yes. So a lot of this networking, a lot of it's who you know. Uh, sometimes there's bands that will uh, cancel, and so they need somebody to fill in. So we might jump on one of those if if it's you know, musically makes sense and if we're all available. Um, so it's. It's kind of a weird thing, you know. We can put shows together. Um, that's a harder thing to do. And um, I love it. 
<laughs> I'm always like sneaking a little picture yeah. too. So I love it. <laughs> but I think, I think that what I'd like to do is at some point is after we get our name out there enough, we've got people approaching us and we don't have to go and try to find stuff. Venues are going to be contacting us. Festivals are going to be contacting okay. us. You know, that's kind of where I'd like yeah. to get. Um, yeah. But you have to build up to that point, and you know you've got to you've got to crawl before you can run. So we're yeah. we're getting there. You know, we're still, like I said, we're still a relatively new band, um, but you know we're getting there. You know, um, let's say let's put it this way: we're preparing for next summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. because uh, we we're going to, to go to winter. Like this, there's mm -hmm. less shows and stuff. So we're like kind of doing everything, recording. We want to do some uh, content, social media content and stuff so we can get to festivals for mm -hmm. next summer. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any specific festival that you want to play at? I'd love to get in the Capitol Black Party. <laughs> yeah. I, Capitol, Capitol Black Party would be dope. I'd love to get into that. Uh, Bumbershoot, you know, why not, right? Aim high. Um, you know, I mean, there's tons of festivals around. Uh, what I'm finding, some of them you can, you know, apply to, but a lot of them, they contact you. Um, okay. so to me, it's like the bigger festival you can play, the more exposure you have, the more people see you, the more people mm -hmm. want to come see you and, and you listen to your music and the whole thing is a snowball effect. So, um, right. the bigger the festival, the better I say. Um, yeah. 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 Festivals are fun. I just yeah, went to my first one lap. When did I? Oh no, this year <laughs> I flew all the way to Florida to go to Rockville. That was insanity. I just nice. went one day. <laughs> I mean, you know, if Coachella, I mean, yeah. whatever, you know, I'm down. Whatever. Do it. <laughs> Sweet. Um, okay. What's our next one? What is the story behind one of your favorite songs you've done? Ooh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 Oh, which one? Hmm. Uh, well, okay, a lot of the songs that I, I have the pleasure of writing the songs, which I love writing music, so just awesome for me. They give me free range to write about whatever I want. I try not to make it too girl point of view, um, but um, luckily I can make it everyone's point of view because I write a lot about um, just like – relationships, love, like heartbreak and, um, you know, kind of like the funny things about, uh, meeting people and falling for people and, um, addiction, a lot of, uh, songs about addiction and, and love and people can tie into it, uh, being addictive mm -hmm. as well. And with that being said, <laughs> I recently just heard a song <laughs> called how I do. And, uh, it's inspired by my friend here, Alejandro. Um, he just shares like, you know, his kind of dating stuff that he's got going on with me. And he really wants to, you know, he'll tell me he wants to, me to write something and that'll kind of get him to release. And so, yeah, I kind of take that and I take um, things that go on in my life and I kind of, it, it inspires me to write some more songs about, mm -hmm. you know, being in love and not, not being in love as well. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I mm -hmm. love it. Anna pays attention a lot to lyrics too. So yeah. she's a very lyric 
person. Awesome. Well, I hope you, when uh, more of our music comes out that yeah. you'll find some of our lyrics yeah. really I will. I will be listening. The thing about some show that we yeah. noticed that uh, people come to her asking her about the lyrics because they, oh, they relate to the songs because they're like very common things that people, you know, go through and they relate to the songs. Yeah. yeah. She, she does a good job at giving a synopsis or a, mm -hmm. a short summary of like where she was coming from when she wrote the song, you know, when we're playing yeah. live. So yeah. I've seen people post, literally like her talking about the song before we yeah. even play and they're like this touched me you know like then <laughs> i love this song because yeah. of that yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one that's really popular that people come up to me to talk about is a song called i feel feelings and it's a really it's kind of has a motown sound to it and it's very short um but it's got a lot of soul and it's about um i wrote it when i stopped drinking i had i had felt so many things for the oh, first time mm -hmm. in a long time just very rawly mm -hmm. and i wasn't necessarily happy about it but i wasn't sad about it i just felt a lot of feelings and i just felt everything and so that's a song that i think a lot of people can connect to whenever mm -hmm. we that yeah. song yeah because yeah, you're not numbing yourself anymore you have i mean it makes sense i feel feelings mm -hmm. yeah um for the song, um, I Don't Want to Talk, what is that about? It's about men with really bad communication skills. <laughs> so, oh, shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote it based off of that. Um, I Don't Want to Talk. Mm -hmm. uh, just like having to be the person that strikes the conversation all the time, um, yeah. which can be really difficult. Uh, again, especially if you're just going into being sober and finding your voice and dating and, and that being weird. And so you got to be the brave one and, you know, strike a conversation about things that are awkward all the time. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just like men not being like very clear with communicating or not being brave enough to bring it mm -hmm. up first is kind of oh. what that
sure. Thank you for sending it over. Do you guys? Oh. What's your guys' favorite song? You start. You go. Um, I have two, which is oh. but my my what my, 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 what do you mean? Our favorite, like our songs, or in general? Mm-hmm. Your songs. Yeah, there's one called "You Make Me Bad," which is she wrote it about um, her love up about alcohol, but how bad it makes her. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I love that song that I really like. And also "How I Do," which is the one she described about Mm -hmm. my dating life. Yeah. Yeah, I think "You Make Me Bad" for me as well. It's not just. The the thing that I like most about You Make Me Bad is that it's not, like, so blatantly about being sober that it's, like, it's almost as if you're talking about a person, but then, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you figure out that it's actually about being sober, that it's, it's like, more meaningful, you know? If you can't tell, we're kind of a, a sober band. We're a bunch of squares. <laughs> we used to be cool. We used to be cool. <laughs> oh, no, you're even cooler yeah. now. No, that's awesome. You guys are awesome. Cool. Uh, I like them all. There are like our little babies, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. To me, it's like every week a different song gets stuck in my head. And it's usually because of her lyrics. And so, like, uh, we have a new one called How I Do. That one was, like, stuck in my head. You know, there's one called Pretty Please. It's kind of dirty that I kind of like, um, you know, because it's kind of <laughs> naughty. Um, so, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite because they all, they all kind of have – they're all a little different, but they all kind of have different meanings. So, it's, it's, like, it's like you say, well, which one of your kids do you like better? Right. You know? <laughs> right. So, I know. You know, it's Come like, on. We know you've got a favorite. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, so we keep looking over there because our uh, we have our songs written on the oh. board. That's why we keep looking over there. It's all written oh. the on the door. We're not just like you know. Anyway, anyway but yeah. the songs over there, so we're looking at the we, door. Like but what's the know. um? What's the naughty one? It's called Pretty Please. You can tell. Pretty the story Please. What's that one about? Uh, well, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like. BDSM ish, um, just like just talking like, about I can't rendezvous with people that I, like, I love sex yeah. stuff, so I'm like all over it. <laughs> me, me being the only girl in the band at first, I was like, I'm kind of scared to be sexual, you know, with my guys, but they. Right? They made me feel comfortable about it. And when I would go there, they'd be like, I really like that. So yeah. now I've gotten more comfortable with writing things that are a little bit more risky. But there's just like some really fun, fun lyrics in that song. And um, it's just like basically you're begging for more of the whole song. And you can feel that Damn. throughout the song. And the song okay. music wise is like kind of a, the verse is kind of funky, but the chorus is kind of an audio slave. Uh, hard like rock, Ooh. so it's like a, a contrast between every part. It's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's like cool. James and Audio Slave had a baby. Hey, and when is that one gonna be out? Ooh. We don't know yet. <laughs> I know it's so frustrating because even <coughs> us. I know we want to be like we like our own music, but we also want to listen to our own songs all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's very yeah. frustrating because we don't have them recorded yet. So I think we all finally, after working on this second single that we're about to release, gotten on the same page about what the process for recording and releasing is going to be now that we kind of went through it twice. We're like, okay, now we're sure. going to do it this way. So yeah. I think after that, they'll start being produced a lot faster. Sure. That makes so sense. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully yeah. at yeah. least once every month or two months. One a month. Be great. Yeah. Be a good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agree. yeah. Cool. But yeah, no, a lot of people want that song when we perform it. <laughs> They're like, I, I want to know. Another one that they want to know about is Place is Not Familiar, which is yeah. a song I wrote about, like, uh, being a stalker a little bit. About, like, when you, <laughs> like, not any bad stalking, but, like, you know, when you admire somebody, you kind of do some light stalking, like. Light. Oh, I know stalking mesh. I think I'm going to go in there for a drink or, um, you know, oh, I'm going to go see who they're friends with on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so. Yes, yeah. that's another one that uh, people seem to really right. like, too. <laughs> I love it. Because we all have done that. <laughs> that's why we can relate. <laughs> that would be the song. I'd be like, girl, I relate to yeah. your lyrics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny. All right. What's your next question, girl? All right. Uh, what's the meaning or story behind your group name? Oh, well. That's so funny. Um, well, it kind of means nothing. Um, we t we had a, such a hard time Monks figuring out the name. Monks. Try yeah. that. We yeah. thought it. We thought it was going to tear up the band. We were like, it's probably the <laughs> it's only thing we ever like had a really big conflict about. And choosing a band name is so hard because everything is being used. I mean, it's yes. so so hard to find something that isn't being used so you're you have such a minimal selection yeah. um mm -hmm. but rich finally kind of was thinking about just simply thinking about sugar skulls um because he likes sugar oh, skulls and kind of like a little bit of a rock band and so of course you don't even have to search that sugar skulls is going to be taken so um mm -hmm. he kind of then fell into sugar bones and presented it to us. And with everything that we were playing, it just made, it just felt right. Like it felt like, yeah, sugar bones. Like it sounds fun and it mm -hmm. sounds a little scary, um, which is us. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, the light yeah. and dark. But yeah, like, Basically, like what I've interpreted it into personally, and I told the guys this is that, um, like the skulls being the darkness, which we talk about in our songs, mm -hmm. uh, we're able to sing about them with, uh, sing about the darkness with a little bit of sugar on top. So it mm -hmm. kind of makes it a little bit fun and sweet when you, when it finally comes into fruition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, love I think that. it fits our music really well because when I think about, She's singing about heavy topics a lot of the time, mm -hmm. whether it's love or s being sober or stalking somebody or more sex. <laughs> or, or more sex yeah. Yeah. But our music, our music is like very lighthearted and dancey and fun. So it's like mm -hmm. bringing those two 
things together. So this is also like a like approach we we were we were very conscious about. Like we love funk, disco, but we not we not only play that. We play also soul, rock, uh, uh, pop rock, or alternative. But we experience like you guys uh, shows where the band is just playing their thing and people just like bored. So what's the most important thing for a band? Just make people tap their feet and moving. Yeah. So we're very focused and do something disco, which is like a simple beat. And we use a lot of disco in our, in our songs. Not all, not all, all of them, but we use a lot of mm -hmm. disco beats. Yeah. Oh, nice. So the Sugar Bones is sort of like, you know, we all have, kind of have skeletons and we're just bringing them out of the closet and put a little sugar on it, you know? Totally. Right? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, what, uh, yeah. That was a perfect explanation. I couldn't have said any better myself, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we had a really hard time finding it because it, it started out as I think it was velvet sugar. I think we were throwing around. We didn't like it for some reason. And yeah. so, I don't know, we came to that and it's just kind of like, okay, we all like this. Right. We all don't hate it. Jump on it. Write it down. We'll go with it. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Most importantly, there wasn't really anybody else using it. So uh, I think there was like one other band in France that used it a decade ago and they're not together anymore so mm -hmm. <coughs> whatever um so, was, so that was one of the things that was actually available mm -hmm. surprisingly yeah. um so we just kind of ran with it and uh you know so far so good awesome yeah i mean that's better than i think we interviewed a band last year that they just put in like i don't know there was some sort of site you could go to and put a random Oh, a generator. Yeah, that's how that was born. I've done the I've done the, the pimp name no, generator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah see, that could have been it. But it feels like even if even if you come up with something totally absurd, you know yeah. that you think ah, no one's ever going to have used this before, and you go look, and sure enough, like I saw one the other day called Side Boob, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's why didn't I think about it? You know. But and there's a band playing around here called Mannequin Pussy. I'm like, wow, I didn't fucking think of that either. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's oh, fucking brilliant. Yeah. But I was like, oh, man, you know, that's a touring band. Like, all right, but yeah, there is there's that other band, Always Naked. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's a great yeah. band. Mm -hmm. I know. It's like it's like one of those bands. Like, it's like, ah, why didn't I think of that? You know, and it's already taken half the time. So, yeah. whatever. It's okay. I like. I like sugar I balance. I like. Well, it. it's it's fun to say. That's the other thing about it is you want to come up with something that's easy to spell. It's yep. easy to say, and it's somewhat memorable. You don't have to think about it too hard. It's just yeah. it's it is what it is. You don't have to try to interpret it too much, you know. And sugar bones kind of does that. It's it's easy. It kind of rolls off the tongue, and it's 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 simple. Anybody can spell it. So especially within this day yeah. and age. But, Did you um? You could get it tatted on your fingers. Yeah. Right. Do it. Yeah. It works. Yeah. One. No one holds. I mean, you wouldn't be able to hold it out very well to see it, but. You have to do yeah. it like the. You just have to do a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, awkward, oh, but, no, you know, it's funny. Cool. Right. That. I know. We could do it. I never thought about that before. Those are <laughs> That's, all of them. That's it. Yeah, those are the questions. Those are all of our questions. I mean, I was thinking about getting a tramp stamp of it, but that, I like that a lot better. So yeah, <laughs> you should still bring it, bring it That's back, right. bring it back. 
it working. I don't you know, know if it ever went. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was my first tattoo. <laughs> and still regret it. Sometimes. Um, okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Do you want to do any any plugs? I know you have your show coming up Sunday. Um, but anything else? Sunday, High Dive, uh, October 15th. Uh, we're headlining. We'll go on around 10 p.m. Doors open at 8. Uh, it's uh, $10 in advance, 13 at the door. Uh, it's going to be Halloween party. So be there. Wear a costume if you want to. We're going to be giving out Halloween treats. So, uh, you know, make sure you get there for that. And you guys should come out. You guys should definitely come out. Yeah, yeah I could. Yeah, it's Sunday. Uh, yeah. What are you guys going to dress up as? Are you doing a theme? Uh, we always kind of try to incorporate some type of bones, bones skulls. <laughs> so this time we're like really excited because yeah. it's October. And we kind of want to harvest every October going forward as like our month to kind of go full force with our theme. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to wear like a, like a skeleton nice. body suit. Day. Cute. I'll be wearing some stuff too. Probably some cheekless leather chaps. I think everyone knows. Can you all wear the bone body suit? I'm thinking like a mankini with some skulls on it or something. But, uh, um, but you can people can find us on Instagram. <laughs> people can find us on Instagram at Sugar Bones Band on Instagram and Facebook. Um, TikTok. And TikTok. YouTube. Uh, YouTube. All mm -hmm. the socials. Uh, you can find us there. Nice. So come and check us out. Check out our, our music and where we're playing. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, like follow, follow us there. on our journey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more music yes. on set. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Yay. Well, thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm.